First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this, let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I could hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. You should want a bad bitch like this. Huh? Drop it low, pick it up just like this. Yeah. Cup of ace, cup of goose, cup of Chris. High heels, something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. On my wrist. I'm taking all the liquor straight, never chase back. Never. Rooftop like me bringing 88 back. What? Bring the hooks in, where the bass at? Champagne spilling, you should taste that. I'm so fancy, you already know. I'm in the fast lane, from LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy, I don't know the words. I'm in the fast lane, yo. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. My name is Emily. My name is Andrea. And today we have uh, In the Style of Fancy by Iggy Azalea. And we also have in the studio Dip in the Tits. Dip in the Tits. Uh, AKA Billy Priscilla. <laughs> the what? most returned Hot Mess guest. Hey, everybody. What's up? Will you ever be mentally healthy? I don't think so, right? Uh, nope, not at all. <laughs> Every time we keep asking you back to this podcast just indicates that we think you're still a fucking nightmare. We actually, we did. Uh, we were live streaming this morning, and we asked for a Q and A for you since you were coming in. Oh, mm-hmm. And the number one question was, um, "You in therapy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I almost quit yesterday, but why? I'm staying. Uh, a whole thing. A whole thing. She told you to stop uh, drinking and doing doing the sex and dipping the tits and being a sad person. Well, worse because I'm in a. It's a group. And it's a group of all men in like a similar age range. I'm like the oldest at 30 of them all. Yeah. Uh, So instead of just one person telling me that, I've got like six people telling me that. Oh, are you the least popular person in your group there? No, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm doing fine. (laughs) There always is one who is like the lamest. Yeah, who walks in and everyone's like, what the fuck? Why is he complaining about Twitter fights? Come on. We got to talk about my dad. Oh, someone said said a slur (laughs) on a fucking social media again. Actually, that's more like uh, that's more like me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're you guys still talking about the Chinese is on here. Is that still no? Billy, Billy, shut no. the fuck up. We didn't put up a paywall for nothing. Okay. <laughs> to be clear, it should be one tier on Patreon. Should just be all the episodes where you make Chinese the, jokes. The, just so we don't you know, even, we didn't even I've make a Chinese joke. I've never said anything disparaging about the Chinese. Mm-hmm. I said one thing about visiting China and how I didn't want to do it because of the air pollution. Yeah. Which I think more people should know about. This is the problem with having a guest on who's also a big fan of the Right. No fucking Shane Gillis over here. (laughs) Don't you dare. Don't you Gillis us. Turn us. Into a fucking problematic white comic. Hey, you know, I hope one day that you, uh, you know, get SNL so we can take it from you. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, I would be honored to have SNL taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. just to get it in the first place would be like, that's not even on the table. Yeah. So. I mean, there's a lot of cancelable offenses in my life. I mean, I did something kind of I'm cancelable. I'm pre-canceled. You're pre-canceled. I mean, I'm already yeah. canceled, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah, anymore. you've been. My, you're like my most canceled friend. Yeah, you've gotten the most fights out of anyone I know. Yeah, I um, yeah, there is always someone in group therapy, in my group therapy with all the Hasidic women that I used to go to all the time. There was one woman who got divorced 
And like, you know, it's like a big process for them to get a divorce. Like they have to ask permission from their husbands. Yeah. And like get a job. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They, they got to get a new wig and like go out there on the streets and fucking. She's got to get a work wig. Yes, they do. And I'm like championing them. Like, I fuck, you do it, ladies. You know, that's get like, that wig. It's, it's amazing. I mean, you took me to one of those therapy sessions. Yeah. And afterwards, all the divorcees were congregating in the corner, like having gal chat. Yeah, like talking about which lawyer. I found it really inspiring. I did too. Because think about some women don't even want to get a divorce because of they think it looks bad, which is like in today's world, Society, it's, cares, it's yeah. not like getting divorced is like blowing your nose. Yeah. But. <laughs> Classic. That's what I always say. Uh-huh. Um, but these women, like. They get a lot of hate for getting divorced. Oh yeah, and sometimes their husbands like like hold them ransom in a way, like they make them. They pay. take their kids away. Yeah, yeah. They take their kids away. Yeah. Oh yeah. And my ladies were stomping it out, divorcing their husbands, but there was one who divorced her husband, and everyone was like, "You go, girl." And then a month later, she casually mentions that she's remarried. And everyone's eyes a just month went, later. Yes. And we were all like, okay. Well, what we've taught her is fucking- that if you get divorced, you're going to be celebrated. So the more times you get married, <laughs> the more the opportunities more time- you mm-hmm. have to get divorced. That's right. And therefore more opportunities to be told, you go, girl. Yes. There's a lot of <laughs> celebration of independence. The more I get divorced, the more empowered I can be. Yeah. I mean, also, if that's the more the truth, fun your name is, is to fun. say. Yeah. Because you have more and more last names. My mom's been married twice <laughs> and uh, she has like six last names. I don't even know how she got so many last names for the amount of times she's been married. I always forget that your mom married a man that used to... Um, like do curated housing magazines and then oh, became yeah. a vegetable. It's like, it's such a weird narrative that I forget about. Do you he, know this? He, no. Okay. <laughs> the Reader's Digest version of the story is that he, they were separated and we didn't know where he was for like a number of years. And my mom keeps sending him emails because she's like, yo, dude, you haven't talked to me for however many years we need to like sort some shit out. Yeah. And he's not responding. So she sends one final email and, oh, and she had been secretly stalking him online because she, he wouldn't add her on Facebook. And it was this whole weird thing. Like she was like, why is my, the guy who's technically still my husband being so secretive? And they'd be on the phone late at night and he'd say really um, strange things. Like he'd say like, I'm about to get a book deal and like you're not going to benefit from it. And she's like, what are you talking about a book deal? Who are you? For his home decorating blog. So it turns out, so she goes on Facebook under a secret name, adds him, and then finds what I can only describe as like a super primitive blog. It's like a Word document. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like home designing for poor people who have to live in people's garages. But he makes everything look really good. And he makes like the tiny space look nice. It was so like, like tiny houses. Tiny houses. It was like pre-tiny house. But You're he- fucking up, lady. I'm about to blow up with this blog. <laughs> I'm, I'm blowing up with this tiny house blog. I'm the Martha Stewart of tiny houses. It's called the Chic Garage. <laughs> Did it's he actually, live in a garage? I, it was literally a shed. Oh my God. And, but he called it the Hobbit House. Like he branded it. As it is like the this- most popular real estate blog amongst divorcees <laughs> over 40. <laughs> Truly. 
Truly. Exactly. So she. So you're living in a shed and your bitch ex wife is trying to divorce you. You ain't going to get any of these blog dollars, okay, lady? None of those blog, none of that sweet, sweet blog money. As opposed to that sweet, sweet podcast cash. That's right. That's right. Um, So she emails him. She's like, I can't take it anymore. This is all super fucking weird. I'm going to have to uh, take legal. I'm going to take legal action, right? Yeah. She gets an email back from his brother. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. This is so-and-so's brother. Um, He's been under my care because he had a bike accident and he suffered a traumatic brain injury. Uh, So I'm so sorry, but he actually can't. He doesn't have the mental capacity to give you a divorce right now. Was he like near vegetative? Yes, he couldn't do anything. He had memory loss. Oh, my God. She talked to him on the phone and... This is actually the funniest thing this man ever said. Mm -hmm. You didn't like him, right? To be clear. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, He said to my mom, he said, I don't remember much, but I remember you. Ooh. Aw. I feel like that's like, (laughs) I fucking hate you, bitch. Yeah, it's like, how could I forget? (laughs) Trying to take my blog money. My blog cash. And your fucking... Kids, my 57 words from Google AdWords. Oh my god, yeah. I just like I remember when you dropped that little detail of your life, and I was just like, What? <laughs> Every step of the story was like, and then he had a blog about tiny houses, and then he got in a traumatic brain injury and uh, on a bicycle. And it was I just need like, to find this. I like, I wonder if it still exists somewhere. Yeah, I'm if sure it, it does, does. I will post screenshots in the super secret patrons group on super Facebook. Secret. Super secret. And uh, the only way that you can join that and see those photos is joining at uh, the $5 level. And mm. Patreon. On Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot mess. So you had something weird happen to you oh, yeah. out and about town, right? Uh, yeah. So um, I have been really feeling the aesthetic and the vibe and the taste of a fountain soda mm. lately. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, just like walking oh. around town with a nice fountain soda why are you giving me looks i just guess that's how you were raised (laughs) you look like you would drink mountain dew yeah i know but out of a can yes all right like an adult it tastes so much better does it i don't drink soda no it tastes distinctly different okay i'm gonna get you a fountain diet coke and and you'll see the difference i don't taste different it tastes way worse it's sweet no it's sweeter it tastes like delicious soda that you would get at like a movie theater. You love liquid candy so that's why you like this. Yeah, true. I like my coffee to taste like melted coffee ice cream. Yeah. Okay, so you're out. it should be. So I'm out. So I stop into this diner in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. uh, in Park Slope. Mm -hmm. Very bougie. Very like, I would think I don't know. Whatever. So I stop into this diner and I go up to the counter and I say, um, hey, can I have a croissant and a Diet Coke? Because mm-hmm. they have these delicious looking croissants in the, the uh, case. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want a croissant and also a fountain Diet Coke, please. Mm-hmm. And the woman looks at me and she's like, are you on a diet? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, okay. I was just like wondering why you ordered Diet Coke. <laughs> what a weirdo. Rude. Yeah, so rude. And I was like, oh, you know, I just like to drink Diet Coke. Yeah. And she's like, okay, because I was going to tell you, like, you don't need to be on a diet. It's like, serve me fucking food. Give this me is the not candy, bitch. your place to comment. This is your job. Like, when did it become weird for people to drink Diet Coke? Or worse, do, do, when people order Diet Coke or heavier, does she go like, oh, good choice? Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Ooh. You need this. <laughs> I'm gonna Did I tell you what happened with that fucking... I, for, I forget her Someone name is Kath. Did I call, tell you about this? No. I went to a mic earlier this year, uh-huh. and it's like, bitch, who I've, I I guess I've met once. Wait, was this Catherine Henson? Yes, this story. Did I tell you this one? <laughs> no, but no. we had her on the show, and I, we talked to her about this. About how she just is mean to people out of fucking nowhere? Well, she, can you tell the story? What yeah. did she say yeah. to you? I'm, I don't believe that I know this woman. It turns out we met once a year ago. So I'm at an open mic. And her show beforehand's ending, and she comes up to me and says, like, hey. I'm like, oh, hey. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. And she's like, yeah, we met at Skankfest last year. I was like, oh, yeah, right. Cool, cool, awesome. And then she, non sequitur, goes to, yeah, you've gained weight. <laughs> and I felt paralyzed. I was like, I don't know how to respond to this. Because I, like, I had. But it's like, I don't fucking know you. So I was just like, uh, okay. And then I'm like, bye. Did, did you... Were you able to pass the pencil test at that point in time? <laughs> <laughs> I failed the pencil test still. Had you gained that's a, not that's But yeah. someone who who we have spoken once in person. Yeah. And I guess she messaged me about something one other time on Facebook. Yeah, no, you're is not, not, you're not your, Yeah, it is not your place to come up to me yeah. and say, like, you've gained weight. It's not even, I mean, it wouldn't even be my place. It wouldn't even be, like, somebody who's closer to you. Like, yeah, I, no, if someone came up to me in a socially... concerned manner being like, you know, you all right? I, I appreciate that because I can't tell at what, when I've gained weight. At what point? At what weight can we go? Hey, Billy. <laughs> Andrew, we're going to have you back on the podcast and talk about um, you can privately how you've blown the fuck <laughs> up. You can privately ask me that if you feel concerned. Hey, Billy, are they going to float you in the Macy's Day Parade? Wow. <laughs> yeah. so, I, no, I don't. I actually just, really don't think it's ever socially appropriate to ask someone. That. I need that only because because I hate my body usually. I'm always going to think I am bigger. Mm-hmm. So I need a third party perspective that I perspective that I trust. So because that ways I just I know I need to know, am I actually looking heavier? Am I not? Because when I go in front of an audience doing stand up, mm-hmm. I can't do fat jokes if I'm not looking chunkier. You got to get fatter, Billy, for the you know what, maybe well, or, or I just <laughs> it, it changes how I present the material. Yeah. And, and so I just need that because I can't trust what I see in the mirror. Yeah. But it's not her fucking place to come up to someone she doesn't know and be like, yeah, you got fat. I'm like, fuck you. It's quite. You're it's, still a cunt. Like, it's what? very bold. I it, know y'all made a face when I said some bitch and you were like, huh? And now you it pans out when I finish. Well, you know? I mean, I yeah, I. I'm it not getting involved. Me, it, ri- yeah. it riled me up. That mm-hmm. is all I'm, I'm not saying. getting involved. You? It riled you up? Yeah. Someone calls me fat out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um. Maybe I should send you to this diner and then see if the lady <laughs> if questions she... you're ordering a diet coke. And if she just lets me order the diet coke, then, you then know I'm there's like, a problem. Yeah. Spinning the fuck out. <laughs> That's my new scale. She cuts ha- the croissant in half and is like, only half the croissant for you, <laughs> sir. She eats the other half yeah, slowly. Like, this in front is for of you. I'm doing this for you. Um, She's she... like, I dare you to ask for this other half. <laughs> what did you did you say anything to to her when in response? Yeah. yeah. Like something nervous along the lines of like okay or yeah or something. Did like you I, cry? I, I felt really uncomfortable and sure. I I felt kind of paralyzed. So I tried to escape the situation. Yeah. Some my ex actually called me fat on your live show. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Nobody was chill with that. Well, nah. <laughs> you can call a man fat on yeah. stage, but you cannot call you were, a woman. You were both pretty vicious. Oh yeah. No, no, you were being vicious, but like. He's fat. 
Yeah, I mean, he's always been overweight. Yeah. He was over when I dated him. I was definitely thinner when when um when I dated him. But it was crazy that he was like, "Well, you got fat since then." Yeah. I was like, "Damn." Yeah, it's like a, it's a real low blow. Yeah, I actually it's not a good look for a, a guy to call an ex girlfriend fat in front of a group well, of <laughs> the, an entire audience. It, it, it was uh, unprovoked. It wasn't but, you cute. Know, you can hear this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> on uh, on the Man Whore podcast live from Man Whore Con. Yeah, yeah, that was a very <laughs> my god. It was a really fun show. I was yeah. there. It was. Yeah, I had a good time. I didn't mind. Of course, I've gained weight since then. I really don't like. I don't know. I've never um, been like. I'm the heaviest I've ever been right now, but I've never, I've never been like made fun of for being chubby in my life. So I, it doesn't, it doesn't like trigger oh, me. How nice mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been made fun mm. of for other. I'm sorry, former fat kids, but like, it's just not my journey, you know. <laughs> so I just. It hurt my feelings, of course, when he said that. But I'm also like, fuck you, I'm not fat. No, I know. And it's like, it's good to have that amount of resilience. Yeah, and I'm like... And like confidence in yourself to know that you're not fat. He's just like obviously making a dick at you. But I still think as a general rule, it's not a... It's It's not a great look. It's not... It wasn't exactly a roast. But like you guys were allowed to kind of roast each other and like talk about your relationship and why it didn't work out and stuff like that. So I guess like... It is technically fair game, sure. but I just think that I just think that guys who call women fat are going to hell. Like, <laughs> well, I just think it's a really fucked up yeah, thing to do, yeah, because of how demeaning it is, and just like how poorly women are treated for their based on their size, yeah. and and I just think it's like really fucking uncool. Yeah, like it obviously was not cool for her to to point out that you gain weight, but it's always it always is a worse look for a man to to. Uh, insult a woman for her weight because we're constant because the pressure for us to be thin and the body the standards for you don't think you don't think we have that same pressure not to the same societal level i don't think i think it's the same societal level in a different way stop yourself don't don't negate people's experiences by accident oh shut up (laughs) um i'll put it this way unless i am rich or super funny and we know i'm neither of those things i have to i'm supposed to be to be attractive I have to be in a in one of these few boxes of bodies. That's right. crazy. Because you fuck so many people. Yes. No, so many no, no, people no, no. But the societal you. standard is still as a dude, you better be hot, rich, or funny. Yeah, but and no. hot has a f- particular look. I am not having. I, I think I think that the the, the ish, they're the same. I don't think it has to be a pissing match over who has it worse. Mm-hmm. But we both have men and women still have these unreal expectations, uh, different beauty standards. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just different. But right. they are both really not fucking fun. And unlike y'all, we're not allowed to express that. It is not socially acceptable to be a guy who's got body issues. At least uh-huh. at least there is a camaraderie out in the open right now amongst women. Amongst women. And I'm not saying anyone has it better or worse. I'm just saying they're different. But it what I hate is when uh some people try to talk about the 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 beauty standard for women and while doing so neg- neg- throwing this unnecessary line where they'll be like men couldn't understand and it's like you don't have to say that line Mm-mm. that negates people's experience to make your point you can just say what you were saying without that one line no i'm saying it's <clears throat> i'm saying yeah. It's uneven. I think that for men in general like expressing your feelings about anything is not 
easy and yeah. it's not like looked kindly upon. So I think saying you have body issues as a man, I can agree with you, would be like yeah. not welcomed with open arms right. by sure. many groups of people. As evidenced sometimes right now. No. <laughs> oh, no, okay. No, I'm, 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 I'm teasing there. I have a point though. Go yes. My point is. Yes. Men, it's just like, of course there is a standard. There's a beauty standard for everyone, but mm. the one for women seems to be much more rigid. And also historically, our weight has been used against us to like not, like there to can To not be, get opportunities. Yeah. And like it carries over into many other facets of their life that I don't see an equal. Like you I don't think to, it matters about the, e- the, the equality of it. I'm saying when talking about the beauty standard of women, you don't even need to, there don't, there doesn't even need to be caveats of, and of course there's things for men that doesn't even need to be said, mm. but you don't need to, to even mention like the men don't understand line yeah. because now you're also negating a lot of more men than you can expect experiences with body image and with weight and with body stuff. So I'm just saying in the conversation about women's beauty standards, you don't have to even talk about men. Right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but we were talking about somebody sure. calling you fat first. Well, no, that, that's yeah. fine. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be equal. I just think they're different. I don't know. Of course. Uh, sorry to go on a tangent of there. Of course they're no, different. No, it's okay. No. I can tell you're really passionate. Look, I looked in the mirror this morning, uh-huh. so yeah. I'm just feeling a little tested. No, I, 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 you've been uploading a lot of thirst traps, though. I'm trying, look, my, my, my girlfriend's been like, my taking girlfriend. These- ow, ow. She's, uh, I thought you said she wasn't your girlfriend. Like base essentially it. Your girlfriend. Billy's got a girlfriend. Billy's so fancy. He's got a girlfriend. He's in the fast lane. About to have that podcast talk. She um she takes really good shots of me. And she knows how to take pictures, so she's taking some really good, like, news wow, you and got some yourself good an Insta shots. girlfriend. Yeah. That's the dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> do do SOs have any other like relevant purpose other than taking your picture to post to Instagram? I think yeah. that's the. You know, it's nice to have someone to come inside of, but yeah, like oh, mostly. Nice. Oh, oh gross. she likes that. Gross. <laughs> this is my cum receptacle and my Instagram yeah. model girlfriend. <laughs> God, you are yeah, such a nightmare. Like, well, I, you know what? <laughs> no, um, you're like men have feelings and are valid, and I need someone to dump my cum into. Okay, yeah. I'm no, glad you understand the struggle now. Yeah, you're really a nuanced person. I just like refuse. Goddamn sperm whale. I yeah. refuse to be likable. Yeah, you do. Just yeah. when yeah. I'm on the cusp of yeah. like. Oh, It'd be like, I will ruin it. And I got to dump my jizz. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, it would be off brand. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm to trying be to be likable. <laughs> you can never, ever get better because mm-hmm. how will you have your business? Uh, that does concern me because I do want to improve myself. And I know I've been starting to learn my listeners want that, too. And they're willing, like our one of our mutual patrons. Mm. Who I found out was like giving you more money. Jeff Zimmer. I wasn't going to say Yeah, names. baby. Jeff. Oh, I love Jeff Zimmer. Jeff Zimmer. Jeff Zaddy. <sighs> Jeff Zaddy is the best. And he gives us more money than you. Way to make it awkward. Sorry we're more entertaining. We're so fancy. But that wasn't the reason. He's, you already know. He did give a Jeff reason. reason <laughs> gives us more money than you. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, he he was saying like how it, 
and this is a few years ago, but he was like, it seems like you almost like are being static right now and sometimes being comfortable in not improving myself. Yeah. And I didn't realize like, oh, am I supposed to get better? And then so that's why (laughs) over the last few years, like I've been trying to in like be better, get better. Well, I kind of feel like it's the same for us because when you're in when when you're um, this is a gross word, but when your brand is partially about like self improvement, mm-hmm. you can't really fully improve. But you can because <laughs> there has to be that that side. I don't know. Like if I if I was the same guy I am now as I was like three, four, five years ago, like that would be a problem. Whether or not there's a podcast involved, but yeah. the podcast kind of. Why do you say that? Um, because like people should just be growing. And oh, so nothing pr- in particular. <coughs> like, is there something in particular about you when you started your podcast that, like, you think has vastly improved? Sure. I mean, I've just, I've, I gained, I've gained more perspectives and more insight. More my, uh, my, oh my, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was so easy. It was so easy, and I was wrong. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, you I, actually I, look good. You look great. But anyways, continue. Thank you. Um, um, you just don't want to it be in the same. It doesn't matter what you look like in real life as long as you get the right angles. That's on right. Instagram. As long as you have a great podcasting voice. I mean, what is what you look like matter? No. Of you. <laughs> uh, no, so I just think you want to be improving, and I would be embarrassed if I wasn't improving. So yeah. just my positions on things have changed, or I've evolved on certain things, or I've learned things. And I've I've tried I've been trying to learn how I can be a better partner mm-hmm. um, in the bedroom, in a relationship, whatever. So yeah, yeah, I've I've been improving. And I think y'all have been maturing, and I think that's great too. And thanks. But if, I mean, we, if we I didn't were all ask about us. if we were all staying the same where we were five years ago, like I think as a listener, you would probably be upset or discouraged. Yeah, you'd just be like, oh god, are they just gonna do this forever? Like, yeah. is, is Andrew just gonna keep being a drunk? You know, it's like <laughs> right. Or like, can if you, you imagine? Yeah, like um, if if you kept complaining about your drinking and then also never trying to fix it, yeah, that would be annoying. As opposed to you just. Like, or if you kept fucking drug dealer dads yeah. and then not saying anything, you know. But if I kept complaining about one thing and just never tried to show year. effort to improve it, you know, that I, I feel like people would get tired of it and leave. So yeah. the, You po- want to be the hero that people need. Well, the podcast kind of makes you accountable. I think podcasting can uh, hold people accountable because now there's a record yeah. of it. Um, unfortunately. And, and yeah. I think that can make you have to you know, force you to be honest. Yeah. I I had an episode with an ex uh, this year who like they came on and I actually enjoyed that. We were having our first talk post breakup like a year and change later on the podcast because we were both now being held accountable and no one can accuse the other of trying to rewrite history on certain things because like we have a, um, there's a record of it. Like we have it recorded. Like I could say, no, yeah. you did say this 20 minutes ago. Of like it's course, recorded. Of course that aspect of it would appeal to you. Yeah. But also yeah. I can, but I can be held accountable, but it also forces me to yeah. have to stay consistent too, because someone could call me out as well. Yeah. On yeah. like, you know, whatever. Wow. Andrea, you smell so good. Thank you so much. Are you wearing deodorant? Native deodorant. Yes, I am. Emily. I smell like a coconut. Put your nose right in my armpit and fucking suck that shit in, baby. Mm, So good. Native Deodorant is our sponsor. 
They are a completely natural deodorant formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. And aluminum has been allegedly linked to breast cancer. It's not something that you want to be putting directly into your pores. I feel like better not. Yeah. You know, like... It's going to be a no for me, dog. And also, you really don't need to. I I prefer using natural products whenever I can. Yeah. And this one, um, you know, I've used a lot of natural deodorants and some of them are like you need to let them melt under your armpit mm-hmm. or you need to like rub them on with your fingers or some you weird shit. You which to perform a ceremony. This deodorant, the texture is exactly like your standard deodorant that you would buy from the drugstore, yeah. but it's way better for you. It's filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil. Ever heard of it? I fucking bathe in it. Shea butter Mm-mm. and tapioca starch, which absorbs wetness. So it actually also, it doesn't act as an antiperspirant, but it will soak up It's like the a sweat. similar feeling yeah yeah Yeah, it's a it's a natural deodorant that looks and feels like a regular deodorant and uh we're not kidding it does smell really really good native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women Mm -hmm. plus they release new limited edition seasonal scents Mm, something autumnal pumpkin spice hell yes so white ladies dream classic deodorant scents include coconut and vanilla lavender and rose cucumber and mint and eucalyptus and mint that's my favorite one spicy for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code HOTMESS20 during checkout. Again, that's 20% off your first purchase by visiting nativedeodorant.com and using promo code HOTMESS20. Another thing also with relationships is like when you have a podcast is early in relationships when you like don't quite know what it is you're like do i talk about it do i not right. talk about it how do i refer how much to- of like oh this, this is ex- such smooth segue i love experience <laughs> we know what we're doing um but it's true though how much of like our private experience with this person are you at liberty to share mm-hmm. like my drug dealer ex <laughs> drug dealer dad he reached Triple out D. to me he reached out to me and was like you know i realized i never listened to your podcast first of all fuck you we dated for six months. Well, did you tell him not to listen? No. I was like, <gasps> yeah, you can let. <laughs> it's what I do. How? You didn't listen once? Yeah. How? Like, if you were dating somebody who was also a podcaster, how would you not be listening? I'd be listening to every single fucking I episode. Would be Some people don't because they feel like they're they're listening in and eavesdropping, so it makes them uncomfortable. I yeah. tell people, if, if I'm early on dating with someone, dating with someone, yeah. dating someone, I will tell them, you know- you can listen, like obviously you're free to, but I'd probably prefer if you didn't for now because I feel like it makes the playing field a little uneven. Like you mm-hmm. know way more about sure. me than I do about you. So I completely get that. Right. That said. Not once. But also I personally know myself and I know that I would still listen. Yeah. Like, I know how fucked up it is. In yeah. those situations, if I know someone's listening probably like most of the time and I do share something I don't want them to listen to yet, or I would like to talk to them in person about, um, I would just say, hey, this episode's coming out, but can you do me a favor and not listen to it? Oh, yeah, that's not suspicious. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's simply like we, we'll chat about it. It's like I would rather chat with you than you listen to this thing or whatever. It also depends when we're dating. Early on in dating, it's actually kind of nice when they listen, they start listening and then say, oh, I like this. I'm going to keep listening because mm-hmm. then I'm like on the dates. I can just sit there and listen to you talk about yourself. Oh, and so now I don't have pressure. Yeah. Way less pressure for me to have to like 
um, inform Show you on who things. You are. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like they know who I am. You can download me. I'm yeah. available every Wednesday. And at now 8 I'm in your pocket, bitch. Uh-huh. But now at this bar, like, let me download you in person. Let me listen to <laughs> let you. Me down your wow. lows. <laughs> I mean, if she's a squirter, I'll happily down the lows. Oh my god. Um, we had a threesome with a squirter recently. I was just like, yes, just like. At one point, my mouth filled up. I had to swallow. It was oh awesome. Wow. I mean, listen, I'm, yes. That's good great. body positive, sex positivity, body Mazel positivity. <laughs> Namaste. Andrew's trying so hard not to kink shame someone. I know. Right now. I, now I can't bully you because it's mean because right. you're a guy. So now I just have to be like, that's great. You don't want to be Equality, bitch. Oh, God. I'm so glad you're on the frontier for men's don't, equality. Yeah. We, we Billy Presida, men's rights activist. <laughs> Men's equality activists oh, because they've tarnished the MRA. Oh, has it been tarnished? Mm, that's another thing you have to rebrand. It's been tarnished, yeah. shit on, ripped up, and thrown out. Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry that your civil rights have been violated. Um, so this new girl, you were telling us. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable you, leaving on that. <laughs> you were, yeah, I don't give a fuck. You, you told me before we turn on the mics that you need to have the podcast talk with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. What? How does that go? What has that been like for you in the past? Because I know for me, the way that I go about it, again, is like, don't listen to it until I say you can. And on the other side, I can share everything unless you specifically tell me I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. So long as you have expressed that up top, that's like more than fair. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah. For me, the podcast talk involves when I start dating someone seriously. And I've only had to have this talk like a few times because, Mm -hmm. you know, someone to date me seriously is like. You know, a red flag. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are you doing this? <laughs> Can yeah. I have her on and be like, do you know what you're doing? Oh, how fun would that be? <laughs> uh, so it involves like uh, there's some basic stuff like identifying information. Am I allowed to sh- say your name? Can I tag you in social media? Are you okay being on my social media but not tag? Things like oh, that. she's on your social media. Well, this one is, yeah. But yeah. like, for example, Paige um, was kind of basically full on fine. Yeah. And that one came down to mostly like you can say my name, you can do things, but maybe don't tag me depending what it is. Yeah. Or I think she had a, she might've had a burner account. So I was allowed to like tag that one, but a different was Shay. Well, who's, she was slightly thirsty. Is that okay to say? Like she, she liked yeah. going to things with you and like being like your girlfriend. Cause she was, she listened to your show before. Yeah. Right? Uh, pa- no, pa- Paige didn't. Paige oh, did. she did it. No, I just met her at a sex party. Oh. Tale as old as time. Yeah. Um, but she, I'm but so famous. <laughs> so Shay, when Shay and I were dating, um, at the time, they did not want me to use their name, but they could be in my social media, but also couldn't be tagged. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are just like fine-tuned things to like negotiate. But then there's the idea of like, what can I can I share? Now I normally am like, my life is my life, and I will talk about it, and it's my right to talk about things. You know, maybe you don't identify people. It's Dep- your men's depending. Right? Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, however, I will extend some veto power to someone I am dating seriously that I'm in love with. You yeah, know, of course. There's a little bit of like you get some extra privileges that others don't. Yeah. And so part of the podcast talk is, do you have things you really don't want me to share? Do you? Um, and then I can also express what their kind of rights are in expressing veto power and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's so like the, a it's like a prenup for a marriage. What's the social media <laughs> restrictions? What can I say? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's involved. I, I think it's a talk to have when when you live your life so openly and it's like if it's, you know, Pod Save America doesn't have to they don't have to have those sure, talks. Yeah, of course. But when we're having shows like ours that personal are life right. is like a, very an entertainment Our machine. Shows are both very deeply 
personal. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to, you, you just, it's a negotiation. Yeah, if I had like a movie podcast, no, like no, we don't need to yeah. have that. Talk. It, it lets you, lets them express their boundaries. So like Paige had, like, I, I'm not going to say what it was, but like there was a particular thing. She's like, please don't share this thing about me. Yeah. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just depends. And then also in the, ugh, when you have a breakup, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm really, now I'm saying everything. I'm in it right now. I mean, depends on what it but is. Boy, <laughs> is this some sweet ass content? Yeah, no, like if I break up with you, I'm airing all your dirty laundry. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I think if the dirty laundry has to do with you and you're not naming them, let's say they were already oh, no, unnamed. First and last name. Yeah. Well, I mean, Miles Toe, poor boy. <laughs> oh, Miles Toe. <laughs> That was so, so unnecessary and savage, um, you know. So I think I it just—I think anymore. it depends. I think when it ha- when the dirty laundry has to do with you, now that's just you sharing your own life from that. You're sharing that thing from your perspective. Right. But if you're airing his dirty laundry from about my perspective, you're an asshole that still lives with your mom. Sure, but if you're sharing uh, airing his dirty laundry about his breakup and what happened in his breakup from before you two were together, I mean that maybe might be a little too far. Especially yeah. if he's identifiable. Oh, right. But like, yeah. if what you- if I identify him by first and last name? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't. Um, I think I've, I think I've been pretty fair oh, to yeah? my exes. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever been. It's just the season of the, the bitch. Yeah, I mean, if you go oh, behind you our paywall, are you a patron? Uh, no, mm-hmm. you're not a patron. No, that's okay. Um, we're not a patron. I just want to hear the one that has to do with me whenever that happens. Oh, yeah. Billy's one of the guests it. that I, I fucked. We don't need to. I don't think you need to. I think we've rehashed we've it plenty. We've disclosed everything. Um, oh, this might be in the back catalog, but he fucked her through pajama pants. Oh, yeah. I think we have talked about this on at least three different shows. Yeah. yeah. Mine, yours, Keith and the girl. Who knows where else I we've talked about like this? People should know. People should know that, that you put your dick through pajama You're pant a- holes <laughs> and... That's not what that hole is for. It's for peeing. Uh, do y'all do? Uh, I mean, you're in a relationship right now. And granted, yeah. is he still doing comedy or no? Uh, he does sketch comedy, but he does not okay. do stand up. Yeah. Um, and is the person you're chatting with? He's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he? He's not a public person, right? No. So have y'all had podcast talks? Yes. What were those like? More, I'm more interested in yours only because he's a little more. He doesn't care. Open. He yeah. doesn't care, but he's also a little bit more public facing. Yeah, so to speak, yeah. then maybe you. Yeah, there I, are things that also, I don't Dustin, disclose. Sure, but just in ge- but I'm like sure. his existence and naming sure. things, I feel like it's a different conversation than a civilian. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, I think Dustin like kind of enjoys being your little bitch boy. He loves it. <laughs> hey, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Um, team Dustin, by the way. I am on Team Dustin. Everyone Everyone's I know, on Team I think Dustin. last time I was here or two times ago I was here, I might have been like accidentally harsh. I was like, no, I do like him. Oh, oh yeah, mm. I remember that. Yeah. Now that you say that. Okay. Um, so with Slamdy, I have asked him. So I told a story about us taking Viagra on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the fact, I was like, does he not? Maybe he doesn't want people to know that he had a rager for 24 hours. You know, yeah. like maybe that's not something. Maybe that's not chill. So I said to him, uh, you know, how. I was talking about your raging erection on my podcast. <laughs> no, I, was just, I was very casual. I was leaning against a post, mm-hmm. you know, in my casual pose. I and I was like, hard on. I was like, how much about our sex life and like stuff in general am I, can I say on the podcast? Yeah. And he was like, I don't give a shit. 
So that's how that conversation went. He said, as long as you don't say my last name and yeah. um, if there's something specific that he's not comfortable with, then he'll bring it up to me. But right. other than that, everything's fair game. Sure. I think that's a better way to go because if you, it, it like if, you, if there are things that you think, you can't be guessing what somebody else is going to be uncomfortable with before they tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I've never really had the conversation with Dustin, to be honest. No, I feel like Dustin doesn't care. Yeah, but he's been on the show, right? Yeah. So I, th- I think that kind of supersedes any necessary conversation. Like I didn't ask about. Yeah, say, we gave him exposure. Yeah. So you well, got what you wanted. <laughs> well, with social <laughs> media and photos and tagging, you know, Megan beat me to that early on. She's like an influencer. Yes, type. she is. Yeah. Uh, she's a big old fat babe on Instagram. She's hot. Yeah. And so I kind of. She's a thoughty. She has like 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers. Wow. 20, tw- like 22. Yeah. 22. Don't wow. disrespect. No. Wow. <laughs> Don't you disrespect my woman <laughs> and her following. No, um, but so so she was already tagging me. So that kind of, I'm like, okay, now I know I can do this. See, that's a move. When someone tags you in something, you're like, oh, you like me. Well, I think she's also like, Billy, let me help you out with some exposure. Um, <laughs> but she we have, has we, like 10 times the followers. But we so. haven't talked about what the on-air etiquette is. And I'm like, well, we're now at that stage where I would like to discuss that. Because normally I'm a little more cautious about personal stuff before then. So how we're, did, ju- we're just at that point. How did you meet this new girlfriend? Field. Ah, oh, the three Formerly Thrinder. Well, it's it's like a I like to just call it like a sex positive app or like if Fet Life had an app, sure. this would probably be it. Because there's like a con there's all sorts of stuff there. There's poly stuff, there's kinky stuff, there's slutty stuff, there's just the threesome finding. Are there quote basic people on there or do they not? There are, in? but they're a little bit more open minded about what to do. So there might be people who are like exploring they're, yeah like they what that maybe they're curious like there about might be basic people who want to date but they're not monogamous or maybe they're um vanilla but they're looking for casual sex and they're a little bit more open mind they're okay with you saying up front what that is like it if you look like, at a field profile like you're putting all these like gangbangs piss play bdsm whatever yeah. like you're, i know you in the piss play so you can it's all on your yeah, bio she lit up like a christmas tree. i did yeah so um yeah so i met her on field yeah, I've, this field feels like the dating app that if I was on apps, I would probably be on that one. Yeah, it's just like a little, it's not as populated as one wants and it's not like, you know, all the bugs aren't out like sure. Bumble and Tinder, but like effective, especially if you're in a very populated area. Okay, so how long has this been going on for? Uh, First date was the very end of June. Okay, wow, okay. And are you already in love? Do you already tell her you love her? You tell her two weeks in? Tune into the Manor podcast to find out. <laughs> what? Did you say it on no, just air? Give us the scoop. No. You haven't said it. You haven't okay. said it yet. You totally look at his face. Okay. Yeah, you know. But he does love her. He loves her. Look at him. Billy's in this phase. So whenever Billy starts a new relationship. We were talking about your trajectory. Yeah. Oh, and you, how y'all try to like, I don't know, talk me out of things? What? I mean, no, no. No, nothing like that. Just like when, you know, you have this childlike um romanticism about mm-hmm. you okay. which is nice like that's not a bad quality but you tend to would you agree that you tend to fall in love rather quickly when you're in when when you're you know when, when you're in it. if i'm going to fall in love i'm gonna have a certain feeling early on most likely mm-hmm. it doesn't mean i'm in love right away but i'm like this is probably the trajectory it'll go down mm-hmm. um based on whatever that 
the intangible chemistry is. So I may not fall in love super quickly, but like I'll know if that's the direction it's going in. But then it crashes and burns pretty quickly. Would you say that? No. Paige lasted almost two years. Shay was three months. So that one crashed and burned quickly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. How long has this been going on for? End of June. Like three, three, three and a half months, four months. Billy. So you're four months. So you're seeing other people as well. Yeah, I've been going on like I've been like dating one other person. Okay. Uh, so that one not for as long, and then you know casual sex partners. What's the so the dating the other person? Do you think the other person will fall by the wayside? No, I'm like very smitten with this one. See, it's you smitten with everyone. No, I'm not smitten with everyone. I'm yeah. smitten with I'm smitten with I'm in, you know I'm I'm very smitten with this other woman who I have I and haven't he's named. In love mm-hmm. with Instagram baddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, we'll see what happens with the with the other woman. I really I'm really into it. And I would like to continue pursuing that and seeing where it goes. But I've established connections with some other people where that's it doesn't give me that tingle and jingle. So I know it's not maybe a romantic trajectory. Tingle and jingle sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Santa porn or something. <laughs> oh God. Tingle and jingle. <laughs> Volume 37. Yeah. Jingle balls, bitch. Um, how do you have time? I, I feel like I've probably asked you this before, or we've probably asked you, but like, how do you, how do you see multiple people? Like, don't they just, don't, like, if you're in love with one person, don't you want to spend, like, all your time with oh, her? Oh, God, no. No? No. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. How, yeah. So, is she, obviously, you met her on field, so she, I'm sure, is open-minded sexually, is she open to like being in a poly relationship? She is. She has. Uh, she lives with her boyfriend of a year and a half in Jersey City. Uh, uh, okay. The other one's the one who I'm like. I'm trying to be cautious and mindful about because she is not the non-monogamy, but she's also been saying like you. She's not into non-monogamy. She has no, not she, done. she has not done that. Oh, oh, okay. But she also keeps acknowledging like you put in more effort than any of the guys I've dated. I feel more cared about. By you than the other dudes have dated. So, um, it sounds like everyone she's dated has been like shit, which is nice because then the bar is so low. I love it. Oh, generally speaking, <laughs> in life, just so you know, the bar is very low. Extremely well, low. Um, so she's. Get I'm, down on the floor in limbo, bitch. So, so I'll, I'll call her V for now. So with V, like, uh, I've just been focused on making sure mm-hmm. she feels special and cared about in the midst of what my dating life is because she is special to me and I do want to make sure she feels special. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I don't like spending all my time with a person. That's one. I don't have time for, I don't know. It just, it, does, it feels you weird. You don't have time for that, but you have time no, to see three different people Because it feels weird. Like it depends on who it is, but like, I don't want to spend 72 hours with a person all the time. Not all the time. Every like, once in a don't... while, it's nice to do like a full weekend and just mm-hmm. like, whatever well no dude obviously not all the time oh, yeah. we have jobs i mean like you don't want to like go to sleep you're not with gonna the move same into person. a bunker yeah. i mean <laughs> you don't want to like sleep next to the same person you don't like create you don't crave that companionship with somebody that you're in love with it depends but all, like yes but also not right now it's i mean it's still only four i mean if months. the answer's no then the, then that's fine no, no that's- i do because like with Paige, like it got to the point where like she would she ended up moving to a different city. So when she would come to New York, she'd be coming for stretches and basically stay with me for like most of it. And I really enjoyed yeah, I mean, coming well, home to her. I love the feeling of coming home to someone I know loves and cares about me. Yeah. But that was also after. But I, that's, that's I think long after, distance. I think long distance goes like that a lot too. But that was just in general, it was after like a year and a half of dating where I was like, 
it started we started talking about what it might be like if we lived together that stuff comes with time i'm I just at the that. point in the relationship where like i don't need to see megan yeah. every day and but we talk almost every day yeah no i i get that i yeah. just i i hear people say that the first I've heard like people say the first six months of the relationship is like the quote honeymoon phase when you want to spend all your time together. You can't get enough of each other. You want to fuck all the time. And I just and I try to be mindful of that and combat against it so I don't fall down that trap. Because I used to. Well, why do you think it's a trap? Um, That new relationship energy, if you really let yourself get lost in it, then you don't actually know what it is you're doing and you don't know if those feelings are real or if they're if it's just NRE or what. So I'd like to just kind of. I like to just, I keep in touch with myself and I check in with myself. I check in with other people and, and make sure I'm not falling prey to that energy. So that way, and, and I don't know, I feel like it allows me to stay so passionate, like passionate for a longer period of time mm-hmm. rather than burning out after six months. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and I think it also probably, seeing other people probably continually gives you perspective on what you want from relationships because you're dating all different types of people all the time. It lets me be purposeful with each person for what that relationship is. Last yeah. night, I went and crashed at a friend who's like really just a friend. I don't even know if like, I don't know how attracted to her I actually am, but like we are friends. She really likes being touched, mm-hmm. not even in a sexual way. And she has like, I guess with her partners, like she's a little touch deprived. Mm-hmm. So uh, the couple times we've like had like sleepovers or hangouts at night, it's like, I will go over and I provide some touch for her and cuddles and things like that. I she touches me while I masturbate and like that is and that's what and that's kind of what that seems like it might be. And that's cool. Someone else is like, this is a casual sex partner. This is someone I'm dating. Like, it just allows me purposeful. It's like, what is the chemistry that's going on between us? And how can I best honor what that connection is? Because it would be inappropriate for me to try to date someone who really is just a a fuck friend. A friend who touches you while you masturbate. Exactly. And it would be inappropriate for me to just be touched by someone and masturbate with someone I actually have real, like, feelings for. Who Who initiated the touching while masturbating uh, like I think I she, her. I, yeah uh, I think she was texting me while I was like masturbating when I was at home and mm-hmm. I think I made reference to masturbation and she was kind of like how do you have time to masturbate when you're fucking so- um, Billy's and, she, and she was like that's well <laughs> that's scheduling what, is the big thing I want to see your thing. google calendar like I don't really care I have about a white, else. I have a whiteboard in my room it's like a three by four foot whiteboard and I, that's just how that this is how I do it okay so Purple is like wow. Dates. This is very a beautiful mind. <laughs> so okay, do you ever? So I, when I was on your live show, um, a not the most recent one where I was called fat um, last, last year's. Yes, but the one before, um, I asked you if you ever consider that you have sex and love addiction tendencies yeah we have a whole bonus episode that was just about you That's, giving me the test yeah that sounds interesting well i i wonder if you ever think about that or do you like discuss that in your therapy or anything like that? it just seems it seems a a lot of energy is put into upkeeping and continually having new sexual i think because i have more re- and i'm using the term broadly but i think because i have more relationships than other people it, but i don't have i mean I'll put it this way. To y'all, I might have a lot of relationships. To some of the people I know in Polyland, like, I barely have anything going sure, on. Sure, everything is relative. So, so yeah. I think to most people, it sounds like I'm doing more. Like, I'm not actually fucking fucking as much as most people think. 
Right, because you have some people that you only see once a month. And I just masturbate next to them. No. uh, (laughs) Where did she touch you? Um, She just was, she was doing like a lot of just touching like my arms, my chest, my belly, my thighs. It's really nice to be like stroked. Yeah. yeah. And she won't even touch, like the first time she didn't even touch me sexually. She didn't even like touch my crotch. Mm Mm-hmm. But it felt nice to have. It was kind of like my, my two. Crush. Well, because like my two hands. I'd love to be like, hey, touch my crotch. My two hands are doing one thing, and like then it's kind of cool that, that there are these other hands doing things when like my hands are doing the main stuff. Um, when you're doing the crotch, the crotch play, <laughs> crotch, crotch play. Crotch play. <laughs> What's up, Keith? Uh, I know, right? Shout out, crotch. Keith Malley of we're do, we're doing cross podcast inside jokes. Yeah, <laughs> or crotch podcast inside oh, jokes. God damn it. Uh, so no, I just, you know, I, on that question, it's not that like, I think I am addicted to sex and love, but I will make sure, okay, let me be purposeful. Am I trying to reach, am I scrolling through Reddit ads right now? Because I do actually want to see what's going on. And maybe mm-hmm. there's an ad I want to respond to that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Or am I doing this impulsively because I'm feeling lonely or I'm feeling insecure or whatever. How could you be feeling lonely? Wow. <laughs> You've been to me- enough meetings with a bunch yeah. of slutty people who, you know the you answer. You can fuck all the time and feel lonely, lonely, but lonely. I try not, to tell people. It's not even the fucking, like, he's in relationships with people. You can I mean, still like, be yeah, lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are they, are they so unhealthy? I'm always try- yeah, so I'm always trying to be like, why am I doing X, Y, or Z right now? And is this a healthy thing? So, sh- and so sometimes I do stop myself and I'm able to recognize, like, Oh, maybe I'm opening Tinder not because I want to meet someone, but because I need a different fix in my brain. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I'm doing that because I do genuinely want to meet a new person. Like I don't go on the apps much at all because I I'm kind of sated. Like I don't really need new partners right, right now. I think I'm good. But like 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 set- I think you're good too. I think you're getting I, crotch play all over the place. Do you do you ever go on um do you ever go on apps just to get like personal validation like that somebody thinks you're hot? And that's it- why I'm like why am I on the, why am I op- while it's loading I'm like why am I opening this right now? And yeah. then I might close it cuz I might realize like I actually don't need this. There's sometimes I've gone to sexual interactions while on the way to meet up. I'm like why Exactly. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so and that and so that so I don't think I have a sex and love addiction, but mm-hmm. I do think as someone with impulse control issues, um, that I have sometimes sought things out for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And the best I can do is always try to be mindful and hopefully more times than not make the healthier decision for myself. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true. I mean, I think you kind of it's like any type of like bad behavior. Eventually, you can stop lying. To, eventually, you can't continue lying to yourself about like this is this is fine. Like after a yeah. period of time, you're like, no. And I think that's what not. Zaddy may or may not have been referencing a few uh-huh. years back, where it's like, am I trying to grow and progress? And so I think this is a sign of growth that maybe I didn't have three, four years ago. Yeah, I agree with that. And you know, like, so I would like to think I'm getting slowly better, or worse. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Okay. Or fatter. Jesus. Oh, we're going to get in so much trouble. No. I know. I'm, for the record. I said it for the joke. For the record, you look great. Yeah. Where was the joke? You just said fatter. I there mean, was no fun. Oh, there's no structure. It, it was there's just, no, oh, you know, Billy, like, oh. Billy joke writing proceed I'm just over saying, here. like, I don't know if it's a joke. I think it's. Okay. Okay, Mr. Technical. It was a callback to earlier when we were talking about somebody who called you who said you had gotten fatter. Yeah. So now that I've explained the joke. <laughs> Objection. We're going to get. Yeah, tell me 
going to get subpoenaed in court. Billy. Tell me about jokes, for, Billy. For uh, for well, a male bullying. I, I'm the first woman to get sued for emotional damage against and men. And you will win an award for it. <laughs> I'll be carried out. Uh, you know, Gloria I, Steinem will like <laughs> tattoo a trophy on your left fat breast. I would to, love yeah. that. Gloria Steinem's still at it. Yes, yeah. Gloria Steinem is still at it, and she has opinions. Yeah, she oh. has opinions about how the Kardashians are bad for feminism, how the Real Housewives are bad for feminism. Is she is she a turf? I've, I haven't kept up with where Gloria is on trans people. Oh, oh, I have no idea. But what's a turf? I don't even know that term. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. They're feminists There's... who basically don't think trans women are women, and they think trans women are like dudes in a dress, or like trans women they benefit from male privilege, so fuck them. Basically, they don't want trans women in their movement. Um, Jesus. There's a there's another term you could say swerf, which is sex worker exclusionary radical feminist. Oh but, yeah, those know, exist for sure. Oh my yeah. God, there's so many words for people being assholes. Right, right, right. Like, can't we just say asshole? Yeah, don't call me a misogynist. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I identify primarily as an asshole. I feel um, like you need to be really specific about the type of asshole that people are, or yeah. else people aren't prepared yeah no, you, know? you need to you need to know the exact correct sure. like are you an asshole just because like you took the laundry out of the like my laundry out of the dryer yeah like, or are you an asshole because you molest women yeah completely different yeah different levels different different journeys both bad yeah yeah both irritating and bad turf my god yeah so that's wow. a whole thing yeah lot of second wave feminists also like in that in that category what is second wave I mean, there were Jesus. waves of feminism. I know that, but but uh, didn't you read we, these in your lady classes? We, Why we never I, had. <laughs> I didn't take. I didn't take Billy's here. When they separated us, like during you know sex ed class, and the boys from the girls, I thought we learned use condoms and try not <laughs> and to we rape. And I about thought feminism. Yeah, that's what I thought happened. <laughs> Here's no. a tampon in a book. What the fuck did we learn? <laughs> uh, nothing. I mean, I did have. Uh, I did have a very educational health teacher when I was in high school. Her name was Miss Idella, and she blew a condom up. She was like this brassy older woman. She took a regular size condom and she's like, ladies, if your boyfriend ever tells you that he can't fit in one of these, just tell him that you saw me do this. And then she blows it up. Or and buy it's like a... 17 feet. Yes. It was so big. She's got it like on her head. She's like, yeah. I'm wearing this condom. She wears it on her whole body. Or we could, you know, teach kids that there are different size condoms for different size penises and That's you should have an assortment. That's not though. She's saying, she was no, you saying can, You can fit the condom. I know what she's saying, but I'm also saying like, we can also teach that like a lot of boys are given this one size fits all and yeah, it will fit, but it's not comfortable. But you can also get bigger condoms that will yeah. fit better and therefore you may not bitch as much about the condom. Yeah, I had to pull one of my magnums out the other night. Oh. Like, it was... And Feeling because, sore today, Emily? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I didn't, like, really need it. I just Ooh. had to oh. pull it I had to pull it out because that's all I had. Oh, I, I was going to say, yeah. how, is the boyfriend not a magnum man? He's not a magnum. He's a very nice dick. Okay. Yeah. What makes a nice dick for you? It's gorgeous. Like, I don't... I, Just what's uh, gorgeous okay. about it? It's like a nice color. Like, there's no purples. Even colors. Oh, boy, yeah. that is... Even colors is a huge There's thing. no purples. There's no grays. Okay. The yeah. head... I'm, I'm into a nice head. Like, a nicely shaped... You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, a nice a nice dimple in the head. It can't be too... For me, if it's Bulbular, too big, mushroomy. then it's 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 harder like, to handle. We don't want Toad in Mario Kart. We yeah, want you don't like want the head nice... too like way bigger than the shaft. No, yes, yeah, you want a nice proportion. 
Um, obviously, like a nice like length, Michelangelo's. But you keep saying nice, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait. I just can't wait for y'all to get called out for body shaming dudes with weird dicks. Uh, but God. keep going. Do <laughs> it. All do it. I won't. I'm just going for me. I just, All I want in life and out of a partner is a non weird dick. I mm-hmm. wish that it was acceptable to just write mm-hmm. that on your Tinder thing. I think it's okay to say that so long as it's okay to say you don't want like women with weird labia, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah, sure, if fair. it's okay to do one, I'm okay with both. No, I just no I just like curtains. consistency. I just like to know the rules and that oh, yeah. the rules make sense mm-hmm. and then I'll follow them. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what qualifies. And I would say like a good girth. Girth is girth a very unappreciated uh, aspect. Guys, if you don't think girth matters, imagine a dick going in your asshole. And imagine if you... Uh, <laughs> If it's uh, oh this I didn't think this thought yeah, through. Yeah, <laughs> no. I was gonna say just imagine like sticking a pencil. Would up you there. Ra- guys? Would you rather like a thicker dick going in your butt or a long? No, that same work either. Mm-mm, okay, mm-mm. I tried twice to run up into it and yeah. it, no, it didn't work. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you're important. Edit right. that out. Just kidding. Don't. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'm a Magnum user. Yeah. Team Dustin. Yeah. Same. I don't. I don't. I prefer. I don't prefer a Magnum dick. Speaking as from as somebody who are we did, talking Magnum or Magnum XL? Because I'm a Magnum, but I'm not an XL. A, okay, well, I don't. Then what's a Magnum? A Magnum is large. It's just a little. It's it's a little bigger. XL is like the big fuck off one. Okay, so XL would be like <laughs> a fuck foot, off one. A foot. You buy it, and they're like, "Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking need yeah. this." <laughs> it's a clown condom. Um. Yeah. Well. I mean, the point is, he could wear a Magnum. He just didn't need it. Sure. Good for you. Well, we have to we have to close mm-hmm. out the show. Um, but where can Billy? Where can people find you? Follow you? Consume I mean, your content. Listen to your your, post, your podcast negotiation. I mean, I've been on the show like thirty seven times at this point. So if you're not listening to the Man Whore podcast by now, I don't know what's gonna convince you to give it a try. Yes. Um. At mi- at a bare minimum, go check out live from Man Whore Con. Uh. So you can hear Andrea Allen and her ex Trey Galleon. Obliter- argue over something called Watergate, and it's so awesome. Oh, because so they are both—they're both so unlikable in it. So, if you don't want to listen to my I podcast, the way more likable one in it. If you don't want to listen to my podcast, be like listen to Andrea. Go check out that episode of my show, uh, the Man Whore Podcast. You can also follow me on social media, uh, Billy Persida, P R O C I D A. Just enter that in, and I'll pop up on Instagram and I'll, on Twitter and such. Yeah, Billy shows. Yeah, very he funny. has burner accounts because he gets um, reported on. <laughs> well, it's just Instagram like I've got my Twitter has a different handle than the Insta, right. and I, I'm just like if you search Billy Persida, I pop up. So it's the Billy Persida baby, or Billy is Persida on Insta. Oh my god! Oh. Um, if you want more hot mess, yes, mm. you can follow us on Instagram at Hot Mess Comedy Hour, Twitter Hot Mess Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We go live every Friday around 12 and we do a live interactive version of the show. <gasps> to support us, yes. go to patreon.com slash hot mess. And it's can- not, don't think of it as supporting. You, you are buying with your pledge more content like you, you are getting it. This is a value exchange. This is yeah. not charity. No, like, it's I've not seen, charity. They give you so much. Okay, it's a value. You go to you go to the store. You don't try to be like, oh, I just need a TV for free. No, you buy that TV so you can watch it. You want more of these ladies? 
you go buy it. Billy's you go to our Patreon. manager. Thanks for yeah. being our hype man. Our two hundred episode back catalog. You can oh hear Billy so many times yeah. on that. There are so many different versions of proceeding. You want to hear growth? It's worth it just for that. <laughs> yeah, you, you can download. measure my growth just through the back catalog. Yes. Just download all the Billy episodes and listen to him slowly and painfully become more self aware. Yeah, not the year. second one. That yeah. one was terrible. <laughs> but all the others. The second. I don't one even was, know what the second one. I think that was the one like crying about my family. I went I wasn't talking to my dad. <laughs> talking about how unlikable he is. Ah, I love it. Um, that's at the $10 level. You can also get two bonus shows, access to the Facebook group. It's just, you'll have so much access to us that you'll want to take a shit on our chest. To have more. On Andrea's larger chest now. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have to wear bras. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.